Hello and welcome to today's episode of Within Us Podcast. My name is Ozzy Jankovic and I am so glad that you are here. Today I have an awesome guest on the show. Her name is Lori Lewis and she specializes in something really fascinating that admittedly I did not know much about until she came on the show. I was even a little bit scared of (laughs) her topic. It's called intermittent fasting. And after speaking with Lori and hearing about it, I really had an eye-opening experience and she really spoke to the scientist and the researcher in me in that her methods and this whole intermittent fasting lifestyle sounds much more doable and much more really lifestyle friendly than I had possibly imagined. So Lori is the author of Celebrating Your Vibrant Future, Intermittent Fasting for Women 44 to Forever. She is just a joy to speak with. She has so much energy and she has really utilized this program to make a personal transformation, which we're going to talk all about in the show. Before we dive in and before I bring Lori on, I want to let you in on a really exciting opportunity. I have a free Facebook group. And there's a lot happening in there right now. So I'd love to see you inside if you're interested in more conversations about entrepreneurship and growing your purpose-driven business. This is the place for you. I am helping entrepreneur women just like you to package their passion and expertise to create programs and courses and businesses that are really taking off. It's an absolute joy. So you can join us. It's called Your Creative Legacy with Ozzy Jankovic. You can also click the link in the show notes and I will see you on the inside. But before that, we're going to go ahead and bring on Lori. This conversation is an absolute pleasure. Let's go ahead and dive in. And we are live in Creative Legacy with Lori Lewis. I am so excited to be here with you and to learn all about your story and your business and your incredible transformation. Welcome to the group. Thank you, Ozzy. What a privilege. It's really fun. So nice to connect. Lori and I were just talking about all of the various connections that we have, and we've actually done a program together. We are just finishing a program together. We have all these connections, and this is just going to be so great. So welcome. Tell us all about you. Wherever you want to start, you have had a health transformation. You have a background in integrative health. And I would love to start there, what that's all about and how you became so passionate about this field. Well, my interest in health was purely personal. I actually did get a health coach certification at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition in New York. And that was just because I kicked my sugar addiction 20 years ago. I dated a boyfriend one summer who wow. was vegan and I was like, what is that? So we just ate like fruits and vegetables and nuts all summer, which works when you, you know, you're in a hot, sweaty New York City for the summer, but it didn't work for me long term. But that was the catalyst for my interest in, oh, what I fuel myself with makes a huge difference. So that was personal. And then I ran a company in New York called Organic Avenue. Maybe some of your listeners are familiar with it. And I actually enjoy and believe in some juicing as a way to just flood yourselves with nutrients. So you can tell that I was really into nutrition, but for myself and maybe talk a little bit about with my friends, but I never wanted to be the food police. Never, 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 never tell other people what to do. 
So I've had a career in strategic marketing and branding, focusing on retail. And I work for JPMorgan Chase and accountable for the branding for all the Chase branches in the US and Canada. And so I love creating environments that work for people. So how the heck did I get here? Well, when perimenopause hit and then menopause hit, it just crushed me, knocked me out, blindsided Mm -hmm. me. I mean, we kind of know it's coming. Something's coming. But they don't, I always say, they don't send us to biology class for older ladies. (laughs) You know what? It's so true. It's so true. (laughs) I just turned 40 last week. So suddenly I feel like, what was that? Happy birthday. Thank you so much. And so I feel like my ears are really perked up to the importance of looking after our health at every age, you know, in, in every transition. And so we're going back 20 years to when you first said that you kicked the sugar habit. Yeah. Let me start there. <laughs> well, I realized I didn't feel well. And I realized that when I started eating it, I couldn't stop. And it just, I just didn't feel well. So I consider myself lucky that kind of the stars aligned and I met this like super helpful eating boyfriend. And I I think I trained myself to like bitter flavor. Like right now, if you said, what do you want to eat, Lori Lewis? I crave arugula. (laughs) I have no problem with Swiss chard and the, you know, dandelion greens. It's crazy. So I don't even have to put apple in my green juice. I just like the greens. So And so... I'm imagining that that wasn't your palate 20 years back. Oh, okay. I grew up on good, you know, Midwestern packaged food. (laughs) You know, my mom did not enjoy something and she made hamburger helper and mixed the stuff in and bottled everything and Velveeta cheese. And so when I moved to New York city, when I was 30, actually, I started to learn that, that there are, other foods other than what we call in America, like normal ultra processed food. And now just even the thought of some sugary food just kind of makes the top of my head blow up. I'm like, it's not like I forbid myself from having a cupcake or amazing. I live in Portland, Oregon. We have the best ice cream here, but I know it's probably, it's not going to make me feel super great. So I'll choose and enjoy it and kind of suffer (laughs) afterwards but it's just not my way of eating. But I get clients now as an intermittent fasting coach who have the whole spectrum of eating issues. And how I got here is when menopause crushed me and menopause hit when I was- And this is 2012, correct? Yeah, in 2012, well, I had a massive adrenal crash and then menopause and- It all kind of, what women don't know, and this isn't everyone, but if you're 46, 47, 48, 49, and you're experiencing new autoimmune, thyroid issues, adrenal stuff, chronic fatigue, it's all rising at this same time that perimenopause and menopause are happening because the things that we could do to ourselves to endure stress in our 20s, 30s, and early 40s, our body is like, time out. No, we're about to endure this massive hormonal shift and you are unprepared. (laughs) Oh, this is really interesting. So everything that we've done to resist stress in our twenties and thirties, can you talk a little bit more about what that means? Well, I lived in New York for 25 years. I had no idea how much stress I was under. No idea. Like working 80 hours a week at plus volunteering, plus running marathons, 
plus, you know, eating dinner at 10 o'clock at night, plus, 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 plus. And I just thought this is a great way to live. And my body couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> and it just says, time out, time out. So you were like mentally energized and motivated to do all these things, but at a certain point, your body just started talking to you. Sleep deprivation. I mean, all of it. So I hit menopause and I gained 50 pounds. My body was like, couldn't balance the progesterone, testosterone, estrogen, cortisol. I mean, in a perfect soil, a perfect environment, low stress and taking care of ourselves, menopause can be challenging. Some women sail through it. And I amazed by them. But it's kind of like we don't have a choice. It just shows up however it shows up. And then the sad thing about it for me that's become so important for me is that mostly our physicians, even women doctors, don't know how to help us through it. And so if we're particularly suffering, then they prescribe antidepressants. It's like, well, that might make Oh, really? But, oh, yeah, do a poll. The number of women in menopause who get prescribed antidepressants because they're like, help me. I'm freaking out. I don't feel feel awful. They're like, calm down. I had a client whose doctor said to just suck it up through menopause. She should be grateful she overcame cancer. It's like, what? And then my clients will go to their doctors and say, please test for estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, and cortisol so I can see where I am in menopause. And they're like, why? You just go through it. It's like, no, I need to know. I need to know these things. And so your background in integrative health really gave you the foundation for understanding the multiple factors going on at this juncture. I believe at this point, now that I've been intermittent fasting for three and a half years, And how I got to this point was I suffered for four and a half years with this 50 pound weight gain. Nothing would turn it around. And people were like, how did you get so bad? You're the healthiest eater we know. And I'm like, I know. (laughs) So I learned about intermittent fasting. I was home in Colorado visiting my mom and had a very tearful conversation, like really just all downhill from here. Like I could barely see a glimmer of hope. Like there was none left. And so she, this was more than weight gain for you. This was emotional. Oh, this was physiological. The thing that I said to everyone was, it's like an alien took over my body. I don't even recognize myself. It's not even like I didn't recognize mm-hmm. myself in a mirror, but I didn't feel like myself. I was someone who could manage a hundred questions at a time and solve problems and give solutions and move forward. And suddenly I could barely do one thing at a time. I was foggy. My equilibrium was off. I fell down a whole flight of subway steps in New York City. That's really scary. And are these symptoms like what you went through? How common is this experience? Like, how did you know what it was? Well, how did I know what it was? In perimenopause, it took my brother to say, um, Lori, isn't depression. I'd never been depressed a day in my life. Right. And I, there were times when I couldn't get out of bed. I just was immobilized. And he said, isn't depression part of menopause? And I was like, it is. <laughs> like, I didn't know. <laughs> so there are all mm-hmm. these things that are happening to us in our forties and early fifties that we just think, oh, this is a bummer. This is hard. And we don't piece it together. And nobody's all- giving us the handbook. Where's the handbook? No, no. I think you may have just written one, but write a workbook. 
<laughs> celebrating your vibrant future. The intention is to wow. have women wake up to, it's not all downhill from here. This is a uh, beautiful pivot for the next half, the whole half of our lives, but to establish an intermittent fasting practice, knowing you're not alone. It can be customized. There's a spirit of camaraderie. The first sentence in the book is this book is a hug. It's like, I got you. I got you. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you went through quite a transformation. I'm curious what happened in between that moment that your brother noted that this could be perimenopause. And then you found this solution and it was a radical transformation for you. Yes. So the finding of the solution was this tearful conversation with my mom where she just listened. She's the best listener. Mm -hmm. And she said, let's pray for an answer because there was no answer. She said, let's pray for an answer. And so I said, that's a good idea, please. So I went upstairs in her house and I tucked in for the night. And of course I got out my phone like everybody and I felt like I Googled this a hundred times, like menopausal, fat, stubborn, you know, weight gain, help me. And up came the words intermittent fasting. And I'd never heard that before. I was familiar with long-term therapeutic fasting, like Upton Sinclair wrote a book over a hundred years ago called The Fasting Cure. And I've read a lot of those books and I believe in the work they do at True North and Hippocrates and so forth. But I didn't know that you could have a pattern of eating and fasting every day and put your body into a condition of repair every day. So I stayed up all night, read everything I could and watched all the videos and went downstairs in the morning. And I said, thank you. I may have found an answer. I'm going to try this thing. And I explained, wow. she said, that sounds amazing. How may I support you? Best sentence of all time. Your she mom is. sounds amazing. She is. So mm. she just passed on a month ago. I've spent the last four months caring for her. My brother and I, 24 seven, we had the blessed, honorable experience of being able to care for her at the end of her life and be with her. I know. So may her memory be a blessing and what a beautiful tribute to her that she was so supportive in your journey and praying with you and all of that. That very same day. And I lost 51 pounds in 15 months, which, you know, that felt good. And that's kind of slow. Like a lot of people want to lose three pounds a week on a diet. Well, this is not a diet. This is a health regimen. Not a diet. Sacred, no, yeah. not a diet. And so then, of course, everybody in my life was like, how are you doing that? And I'd be like, okay, you pick a time. You fast clean. Very, very important. You pick a time that you're going to stop eating today. And then you fast clean and then sleep and pick a time that you're going to open your eating window tomorrow. That's how you do it. And they're like, it's harder than that. I'm like, well, it's not actually harder than that. But it is really nice to have a guide and a coach and a support system. And so they begged me. They're like, lead a class, make a class for us. So I was kind of a Zoom pioneer many years That's, ago. You know, you have to start a class when people are asking you to do it because you they have to They forced me. They cornered me. And my friend Jesse and Jen. the only way to go. Wedding. You know, they're like. <laughs> it's so great. It's like you're, you know, what you're supposed to do just comes knocking on your door. I love this so much. So talk to us a little bit about this process itself, because I'll tell you, I've been familiarized a little bit with the idea. I've tried it, like dabbled a little bit. I have a tough time with the whole coffee in the morning thing. I'll be totally honest with you. Look at my black coffee. There it is. Is that the answer? Okay. I want to know everything now. My theory, and this is what I'm going to theorize, and it's based on the little bit that I know about this. Tell me what you know. Okay. When you go to sleep at night, 
if you have food in your stomach, your body, essentially it puts stress on your body all day. Your body needs a break from digesting as far as I understand. And so the energy that isn't going to digesting needs to disperse itself and pay attention to your other systems. Is that part of it? And there are doctors who study fasting Dr. Sachin Panda at the Salk Institute in Southern California, his whole thing is the circadian rhythms and when we should sleep and eat and melatonin and cortisol, you know, and all of that. He actually has proven that if a person, you take the 24-hour day and you chop it into fasting part and eating part, and he's proven that a 12-12 schedule, people are like, I can't intermittent fast, I have blood sugar things or this or that, or my doctor said I can't. Yes, you can. I even talked to a doctor, she said, I don't think intermittent fasting is right for everyone. I go, just hear me out. Any patient you have, would you tell them to stop eating at 7 or 8 p.m. tonight, drink plain water, sleep, wake up tomorrow, drink plain water, and eat 12 hours later? So 7 a.m., eat breakfast. 12 and 12 sounds very, that sounds very reasonable. So I think I was trying 16 at 8. Yeah, which is great. But if you can start with 12-12, you just added years to your life. And once you start, I believe it takes a mindset shift that this isn't something that you dabble in, or this isn't something that you do every once in a while. It's literally like, oh, I'm a person who eats in a pattern of time. And even if it's 12, 12, so every time you stop eating, you add 12 hours and that's the earliest you're eating tomorrow, no matter what, and you can do it. And then most people, most people explore and discover lean in with curiosity. It's like, well, if 12-12 feels so well and it's going to help me with my health, it's not going to increase a lot of fat burning. It's not going to lower insulin resistance and lower much inflammation, you know, so that we do want to put the body into a greater stretch of repair time. Mm-hmm. Repair and, time. Interesting. Oh yeah. I don't feel like there's nothing about it that's deprivation or you know, if you're fasting clean, which means plain water, plain black coffee, plain black or green tea, no gum, no mints, nothing sweet that's going to send signals to the body that food is incoming. That makes it harder. It's like, it's a little counterintuitive. People think, oh, the splash of cream or this little squeeze of lemon is going to make fasting better for me. It'll make it so much easier. It actually makes it harder. So get your body into that deep cellular repair every single day, get into fat burning. Deep cellular repair. This is really interesting. So there's a thing, a bodily function called autophagy. The researcher in Japan won the Nobel prize for just a few years ago in 2016, his discovery of autophagy that now they're realizing ramps up dramatically when the body's in a fasted, a clean fasted state. So no nutrients coming in, which is why the plain water. And so what happens is each cell gets repaired so well that scientists can't tell the difference between a repaired cell and a new cell when they look at them, however they look at cells. Oh, this is so fascinating. So this is all from creating eating times and repair times. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I call my fasting hours, my healing hours. Some people don't like the word healing. So I'll say repair, (laughs) but you can envision what gets me through. I train my students and clients to have a fasting mantra, like what gets you through. But for me, mine's very visual. Like I visualize like my body as a fat burning machine and keeping insulin low like all the little workings in here 
in repair as I'm in my healing hours. It's very motivating. <laughs> and then I love that imagery right so much. That people can't imagine is how much more we enjoy food. So one of the things I coach people in is to just eradicate quiet, shift this diet mindset. Their food isn't bad. You aren't bad for having certain foods. You don't have to be good. You just enjoy your delicious food later. Enjoy the foods that you love and the foods that love you back. If there are foods that make you feel awful, don't eat those foods, right? And some people live kind of in a condition of resentment, like I can't have gluten. It's no fair. You know, it's like, well, I don't know if it's not fair, but if your body shuts down and feels horribly when you eat that, you shouldn't eat that. Eat other things. <laughs> so we discover together what the best customized fasting plan is for you. And that changes over time. And then how to eat in that eating window for complete enjoyment, pleasure, satisfaction, and then start fasting again. Mm, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's interesting when I hear the word fasting, it sounds a lot different than the words like deep cellular repair, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. for whatever reason, in my mind, fasting is associated with like long periods of time where you don't eat like 25 hours straight, you know, and that's a certain experience. I know like in the Jewish culture, we have certain fast days and, you know, in all different cultures, there are these fasts on the calendar. And this just sounds so much more manageable, this 12 and 12. It's incredible. It is. And obviously for different reasons, and I have the utmost respect for the tradition and so on and so forth, but it's just that one word, I think. It doesn't really feel like 12 hours to me feels more like a repair than a fast. That's right, because sleep is a repair. I equate my fasting hours like sleep. I mean, we can't go with that. We're massively sleep deprived as our modern culture and being well rested actually helps with fasting be easier and fasting helps you sleep better. So all of the benefits of lowering blood pressure, regulating blood sugar, people reversing type two diabetes. Wow. It's so incredible. So if someone who's listening today wants to get started with the sleeping and the 12 and 12 or the repair uh-huh. hours, where would you suggest starting with this? Well, I love my workbook. It was a pleasure to write. I launched it in March on International Women's Day, March 8th, which also happens to be my birthday. Happy and birthday. Um, it's called Celebrating Your Vibrant Future, Intermittent Fasting Beautiful. for Women, 44 to Forever. So that is a workbook that walks you through 90 days, so 12 weeks of starting your intermittent fasting practice. The- Do you have a copy that we can see? Yeah, yes. And I'd love to tell you about the Celebrating your vibrant future. This really, this is beautiful. Is this amazing 19-year-old artist, Amea Okamoto. Mm. She and I had an incredible conversation together. And I wanted her to have my likeness on the cover and to send the communication that it's not all downhill from here. It's all going to be okay. I'm listening. I've got you. Mm. So she captured me. And she was struggling. She's like, how am I going to communicate older woman, right? Like, and we both had the same idea at the same time, which was make my hair silver. Well, mm. this was a year ago that this was drawn. And since then, I've been letting my hair grow out in COVID. So I love it. I absolutely hair. love it. People are like, that's not you. I'm like, yes, it is. And now it really is. <laughs> 
I love it. So the way to start is quite simply, you don't have to do a bunch of, this isn't a diet where you have to eat everything in the fridge or throw it all away. All you need is a clock and a glass of water (laughs) and to know what delicious foods you're going to eat later when you open your eating window. So it does take some planning and thinking, but not planning like diet planning where you have to cook all your food for a week and have matching Tupperwares and lug everything around. Not that kind of planning. So it's great to have the workbook, but honestly, you just need to say what time you're going to stop eating today and what time you're going to eat tomorrow and move forward one day at a time. And then one of my websites is fastwithlaurie.com. And my name is spelled L-A-U-R-I-E, fastwithlaurie.com. And my next group program starts January 18th. And that is so exciting. I'm going to lead two classes a day. This is the first time I'm doing it. I'm in Portland, Oregon. So I'm going to lead the first one at 10 a.m., which is 8 p.m. where you are. So perfect. So perfect. Europe, Israel, friends in South Africa. I was like, I want to do this in a way that we can get everybody. So plan A or time A is for your time zone. And then the other one, January 18th, I'll do it in the evening here, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. So I'll lead two classes a day on January 18th, January 25th, February 1st, and February 8th. So it's a four-session program to get you started and set up, set up strongly, fasting the right way in a community of camaraderie. And I lead them live. It's not like a prerequisite. I love that. I love that. So coming in, and I want to put all this information in our notes where everybody can sign up. We'll get all of that information up here and in the show notes. What can someone expect to see in four weeks of trying this, say 12 and 12 hours or Most people, you want to look at your goals, right? So if you come in feeling like I want to reverse menopausal symptoms and regulate my thyroid and lose body fat, it depends on what your goals are. But we start at 12-12. And if you have the mindset or the constitution, it's not a competition, right? So you don't want to look at what someone else is doing and be like, well, I guess I should do what they're doing. They ripped off the Band-Aid and went straight to you know, 19.5, I guess. Okay. That is so true about, I want to just affirm you. It's so true about every coaching program. Everything. Anytime we're setting these goals with other people, it's so important to stay focused on our personal growth. Yes. As my yoga teacher said, when I first started yoga practice years ago, it's like, keep your eyes on your own mat or keep your eyes on your own. I love that. Stay in your own lane. And we can be inspired by other people. That's the beauty of being in a group is someone will ask a question that you're like, wow, I never thought of that. Or I was, I had that same question. I was afraid to ask it or, or people will say a challenge they're having and you feel some solidarity or people will say a win they had. And you're like, oh my gosh, that happened to me too. I didn't even notice. So I love groups so much. I'll tell you, I've done several groups this year as a participant and as a leader. And the reason why I love groups so much is because of social learning. And it's an aspect of learning that's been overlooked in education for so many years. But what we've come to understand in the last decade or so is that most people learn from peers at a similar level or someone who's slightly ahead of them. So it's so important to have that camaraderie and the shared experience. And I'm sure it's quite a bonding experience as well. I love seeing people come together. And so to supplement the live Zoom classes. I have an intimate little Facebook group only for the people in my current programs. So people will pay me to stay in it. You can only be in the group if you've been already been trained and coached by me. So it's a prerequisite to be in the group to 
either hire me as your one-on-one coach or be in one of my group programs. And then everybody knows each other and cheers each other on and it's tiny and delicious. (laughs) I love that so much. Yeah. So it has been such a pleasure speaking with you. I want to answer a couple questions before we let you go here. Okay. So someone is asked, Cynthia is asking if you can go over what 12 and 12 is briefly. Okay. So you take 24 hours of the day and you divide it in two, however you would like to. If you watch the news, they'll be like, oh, there's the 16-8 plan or the, you know, 19-5 plan. There aren't really plans. There's just you and your life and your goals. And we figure out how you are going to carve out that 24-hour time frame. So 12-12 would be 12 hours in a fasted state and 12 hours where you can eat. I don't recommend eating for 12 hours straight. One bad habit that we have in our society is constant grazing. Let's have a meal, eat to satiety. Pause, look forward to lunch, have another meal, eat to satiety. Pause, have your dinner, close your eating window. So that would be if you had your eating window from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and then your fasting hours from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. and you're sleeping for, let's hope, seven, eight, nine hours of it, then that's a 12 12 schedule. And what I mean by the clean fast is very important. Anytime you sneak in, you know, if people are like, well, but you know, my diet ginger ale has zero calories. Yeah, it's sweet. It's spiking your insulin and storing more fat. Mm. So plain water of any sparkliness or temperature. I love plain hot water in my cute cup. So plain water, plain black coffee, unflavored plain black or green treat tea. So no lemongrass, clove, ginger, detox, digestive tea, you know, no Earl Grey with orange flavoring, no flavoring, bitter no flavoring. drinks, bitter plant. People are like, oh, I need flavor. You can have it later. It's like, right. I would imagine that this is just a matter of acclimating. That's right. And you acclimate. Yeah. Okay. So you asked, what can you expect to accomplish in four weeks? Within one week, People are like, wow, sleeping better. I feel a little brighter. For me, I that brain fog lifted within three or four days. I was like, this is so fascinating. I feel like myself in three days. I hadn't even lost a pound. I'm like, I feel like myself. So that between session one is we get you set up to do it correctly. And even if someone's already an intermittent fester and they want to tighten things up and troubleshoot and move the needle on the scale or have their clothes fit better. So it's for beginners or experienced fasters. We set you up in session one. Session two is full of surprises and camaraderie and, you know, communicating and asking questions. And session three, again, is moving towards questions about food, because once people are settled into their fasting regimen, they're like, this is way easier than I thought it was going to be. Then the questions about food start arising. And then in the fourth session, we create your fasting plan and your strategy and you look at your you know, life out ahead. The thing is, is that four weeks is enough to set you up and have, you know, wow, I can do this. I feel really well. Mm -hmm. The second month, which is when I set you free, which is why I invite people stay in my group. You need me, you know, if you do, because the second month is settling in how to make it work with life, life happening, how to be an intermittent faster when life is happening, settle in. And then the third and fourth months are again, more troubleshooting and tweaking. And by the fourth month, you're like, yeah, I really am going to do this forever. I cannot see any other way of living. 
And nobody ever said that about a diet. <laughs> nobody ever said that about a diet. It's so true. It's so true. Well, this has just been so amazing. Before I let you go, I have one more question for you from someone who's asking about, and we have quite a few questions. So I'm going to make sure to put everyone in the audience in touch with you directly. What would you say to someone who she is a cancer survivor and she's going through menopause and she said she's having a hard time even just looking in the mirror right now. She's really struggling with the change. Wow. Well, you are not alone. Mm -hmm. I actually have right here in front of me, Jason Fung's new book called The Cancer Code. He wrote The Obesity Code, The Diabetes Code, and just I just got it in the mail and haven't read it yet. But my workbook or be in my program, not everybody wants to read all the books, right? So you can know that I have. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I am here for you. I love this knowledge. And I know exactly what it feels like to not recognize yourself in the mirror, to not even know like who am So know that you are at this magnificent, pivotal point in your life. It's almost like an awakening, an arrival into mm. your full femininity. And we're going to do it. So good. It's like, welcome home. It's so good. Home. You know, from the second I saw you, I had this feeling that you radiate so much hope. You radiate so much hope that we can enjoy our lives as we age and we get older. And it's just been such a joy speaking with you today. And I know that we have so many people who want to connect with you. So I want us to take a link in the comments here in the live and also for the replay. It's Fasting with Lori, you said? Fastwithlaurie.com is the link to that particular Perfect. course. So once you enter that, then I'll give you another link. Okay. <laughs> Here's Lori's course. And then how about if somebody just wants to get in touch with you with questions? Is, my website is fastforwardwellness.com. And there's a contact page there. Incredible. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been fantastic. Thank you. I loved every minute. People come to fasting for weight loss or to feel better. And the promise of it, really hope of it, is a sacred relationship with yourself and awakening. Mm, Amazing. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's been such a gift to have you here. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Within Us. I'm so glad that you're here. Your time is absolutely precious and it means so much to me to have you here and to have you as a part of this community. If you're interested in more content just like this, be sure to click subscribe wherever you are listening. You can also rate the podcast and leave a review. And if you shoot a screenshot of your review straight to me, Ozzy at drozzy.co, you will be entered to win a partial scholarship to a mastermind or my brand new program. I'd love to hear from you. And stay connected. The free Facebook community is absolutely incredible. It's called Your Creative Legacy with Ozzy Jankovic. We have posts and threads and an incredible free three-day retreat coming up where I will walk you through the exact steps that you can use to create your unique course or program. I have the great pleasure of working with so many entrepreneurs over the past year and a half doing exactly this, and the results are astounding. Your voice needs to be heard. So join me 
in your creative legacy Facebook community, you can click the link in the show notes and I will see you inside. Until next time, wherever you are in the world, I hope that you are meeting yourself with kindness. See you next time.